Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky Situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me and my very special guest, Kelly Brown. Kelly owns the Soulful Shop and Wellness Retreat Inner Light in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And she's become a dear friend of mine over the past uh, maybe year or so. Kelly, thank you for being here today. Gretchen, I'm so excited to be part of this podcast. Thank you. Yes. So the very first time we ever met, I feel like we went deep quickly and Mm -hmm. I walked away knowing that you, in my mind, had had what I call a spiritual awakening of sorts that was tied to uh, Julia Cameron's work, The Artist Way. Do you mind sharing a little about that experience? Absolutely. I first want to say about... um connecting deeply. I think that that's probably going to be my new mantra. I realize that how deep I go with people really fast, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, So it's just interesting that you bring that up. Yes. So I've been on a spiritual quest probably my whole life, but things really took a radical change in 2000 when I did The Artist's Way. Now I've done it in my life two times. The first time was in 2000. Um, when I was deciding to leave America and go and live in France. And then I did it again after being in France for 15 years. So I did it again in the end of 2014 and 2015. And it is um, a very special process, which allows you through writing, journaling, to go deeper into understanding how you tick, um, where setbacks might be um, and have been instilled throughout life, you know, whether it's on a certain phrase that um, you heard growing up or a belief system that might have existed in the family lineage or just something you saw on television in a movies or whatever. It helps to kind of blow all of those up to allow you to be like a fresh canvas, to allow you to start to tap into your own hidden artistic talents. Now, Julia Cameron, when she first created the book over 25 years ago, she did it for writers who were having writer's block. But after doing several workshops, she realized that it allowed anybody who had any kind of hidden talent to come forward and for that to emerge. And that's exactly what happened to me. The second time it's when it really exploded in me. And that's when I had um, 150 paintings just bust out of me in six months. So yeah, that I would definitely say that was the beginning of um, where I am today in my shop and using art 
as a means of expression and education. Yeah, and I wouldn't just say any paintings. These are now displayed on the walls of your shop. They're mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous, you know, to the untrained eye like mine. They definitely look like the work of a, a master. And um, and I know you had shared with me that you really had never tapped that artistic side prior to that. Is that right? Yeah, no, not at all. In fact, I've never taken an art class um, ever in my life. I know I danced my whole life. So from the age of three, I've always had the study of movement in my life. So that I believe is what allowed me to translate it to canvas using color is I had a sense of perspective and silhouette from the dance. And I just started using that um, and literally dancing on canvas. I would put on music and stand up and just allow my whole body to kind of move um, on the canvas and allow what the canvas was already kind of telling me was there to come out, not me putting it onto the canvas, if that makes any sense at all. It, it does. I know exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like to think of it as, as kind of my take on dreams like while I'm chasing the dream the dream is coming toward me and mm -hmm. it's kind of like the form is already there you're just pulling it out or right right yeah. exactly and I cannot wait to take one of your art classes I <laughs> I know that you're offering them and um and I actually it's funny that you mentioned her work being 25 years old because that must have been right around the time 1996 or 97 that I did a workshop with with Julie Cameron and I really believe that maybe I wasn't ready to receive the message at that time in my life um I don't remember really um taking a whole lot in terms of integrating it into any sort of daily practice for me. The one thing that stood out for me from that workshop, though, was the morning pages. And I know that you've just mentioned journaling um, as being, you know, sort of the pathway for disrupting hidden old beliefs that we hold or limitations that keep us from really um, evolving. Uh, are you comfortable talking about the the morning pages part of that program or absolutely yeah it's a bit it's a big part of it and I think that your story and my story is a testament to her body of work of how it just starts to peel back layers and gets you deeper in I mean it's 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 a big commitment to do them because it it lasts weeks long and um like you, the first time around, I got something from it for sure, but it was really the second time around where I was also in a different place in my life that it really packed a punch for me. And the morning pages have really morphed for me. You know, in the beginning, it's like, oh, I woke up, I feel okay this morning, you know, this is my to-do list, blah, 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 blah. Well, that started to become really old and really stale pretty quick for me. That's when I would start doodling in my um, morning pages. And then also I um, had some experiences where I started kind of drifting out of the experience and something was kind of drifting in. 
was able to kind of prove some of the things that were coming through in, in the writing um, of what was coming in. And it wasn't knowledge that I had previously had in any way, shape or form. Um, some ancient history knowledge that I was able to go back and do some research on. And I realized that this was really starting to tap into some of those very deep callings that we all have, whether it's clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience. You know, when you start to do these um, morning pages, the inner hearing starts to become crisper and your inner sight becomes clearer and your inner recall of like fragrances or scents become more locational in time and space and your inner association with taste it like it just pulls you or titillates you back to its nature and origin of where it came from so when that happens that creativity just starts to ignite inside it ignites a fire and that fire starts to take form and that form then starts to birth into some sort of creativity. That's the best way I can explain it. Wow, there's so much there. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. It's, it's that's the nature of this work is once you start to really tap into the inner silence, once you start to really tap into allowing yourself to go through all the levels of the chatter, you know, the, the daily noise, and you get into this abyss um, knowledge, some call it the Akashic records, um, some call it just a universal, um, like an energy stream of information, then anything is possible. And you start to see that you are co-creating with the universe. So anything that you want to do just starts to show up for you. You know, people will talk about it as being manifestation, um, which it is, and beyond. I mean, you start to realize how powerful and also how tiny you are simultaneously, if that makes any sense. It totally does. And I'm so excited because I know that my listeners are somewhere along a continuum in this journey, mm -hmm. right? And I do believe that we're all seeking meaning and in particular meaning for one's own life. And then um, the, the possibility of dreaming and dreaming things into existence. What would you say in terms of somebody who might not have a lot of experience, but wanting to explore this further, um, what might be a daily practice that they could engage in to try to create more of this? That's a great question. And I think if there's one thing somebody can learn from me is that meditation does not have to be sitting and with your legs crossed and your hands in a, and in a mudra, you know, chanting Om. That's certainly one way, but meditation can come in so many ways. It can be 
just going out and taking a walk in nature and being in the silence. Now, for me, quiet and silence is a big part of meditation, but that can come from a moving type of meditation from cooking, writing. Um, there's so many different ways that we can tap into that silence because it's the quiet thoughts, not the loud thoughts that we need to start to listen to. And when we're just constantly busy, 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 and you're strolling through the head of like, hey, what's coming next? What's coming next? What's coming next? That's not what I'm talking about. It's when you're in the silence and you're doing something and you're moving through the motions and your mind is just still, but yet you're moving. The body is moving. That is where we want to start to pay attention and where we want to start to notice because it's that tiny little voice, the one that you're like, did I, did that just happen? Did I just hear that? Did I just think that like, that's the voice that we need to start to, to become um, aware of. Yeah. You've mentioned, I think you've said everything, but inner light. When, when describing this, and is that really, um, I don't want to say the goal, because I do believe that this is a, a lifelong practice, but mm-hmm. um, is, you know, for someone who is looking for more fulfillment in their lives or to connect to uh, a higher purpose, I'm hearing that your recommendation is kind of starting within, starting to quiet the mind. Absolutely. And yes, I think that um, bioluminescence, the quality of igniting our internal fire to have that inner light is ultimately where we want to go. And is, you know, we we can call it self-love, we can call it love for humanity, love of consciousness. Um, There is a light quality to it there's a vibrational quality to it too. And yes, most certainly. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, I just, I know that this episode will be airing just in advance of Valentine's Day. And since you're talking about love and and light, um, I was just curious, you know, if you, if you have a message of love to share. I do. Um, we ripple just like a pebble in water. We ripple out to everybody that is in our present life, but to those that are in our past and those that will be in our wake in the future. So as you heal yourself, you heal all those around you. So may that be an inspiration for Valentine's Day. Even if you don't have a a significant other, you are the best significant other you yourself that you could ever possibly want or dream of. I agree. I love that so much. (laughs) Kelly, you've shared with me the different walks of life that you find coming in through the doors of, of inner light. And, and you've shared with me that, you know, some people are seeking, what is it that they seem to be looking for? It seems right now um, there's a seeking of a higher purpose, um, almost like 
deep, deep within a person's bones or in their soul in some way that they feel that they're here for a bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is very, very prominent um, on our planet today. And there have been major um, religions throughout time that have spoken about this period that we're in right now. So many just feel this yearning, but they don't really know what to do with it or what it's all about. They just, they just have like a pull towards them. They just know that something's just not right, that there's so much more to life than what they know. And that's where we come in. That's where the store comes in. Our goal is to try and help them get to where they're going, whether it's connecting them to another practitioner in the Pittsburgh area or connecting them into one of the classes that we offer or to teach them the way in because somebody's way in might be through earth energies, through working with crystals and working with nature, um, out doing forest bathing where another person might be through touch like Reiki or massage. And another person is just yearning for knowledge. They just know that there's something not right. And there's so much more that they want to learn. So that's where we fit in at inner light is to try and help the person understand better where their natural inclinations lie. Yeah. We haven't even touched on the fact that you practice Reiki and Qigong and um, we've, we've mentioned energy a little bit, but I'm wondering what you might say about um, how energy gets blocked and how it can flow better. Um, anything can block our energy from, you know, childhood traumas being the most obvious, right? Or just having, um, you know, a bad day and not, um, not dealing with the emotions of it. It could be from toxics in our environment or eating something that really didn't work well for us. Um, so blockages can come in all different shapes and sizes. Some, you know, super easy to like eliminate and others that kind of stick in our side for a while until we figure out the geometry of how this ailment is affecting our own geometry. We start to peel back, you know, the layers on things, it starts to reveal itself to us. Um, and that's the magical aspect of self, um, self love and self journeying is every single day we get a little bit closer to the center, to the heart of this light that we, you know, can trace back to the, our primordial light, our light of creation to our own source creator. And I think that that's what drives people is just to go back to that original source and trying to figure out what that is for each person. So Kelly, you gave me an amethyst crystal as a hostess gift when I was hosting an event called Gather Girlfriends at my house. And fabulous, loved it. 
Yeah, I just felt this need to gather women. And then I thought it was very interesting because you thought that there was something there, too, in terms of people seeking connection and gathering. So let me pause there and see if you want to respond to that before I finish the other question. There are. I mean, uh, there's almost kind of a trail of like um, of souls that are looking to unite right now, um, which in the newer age community, they will say that um, these soul groups are actually finding each other. So you may find that you have had friends since you were a child, but then you may also have these other people that you would never ever in a million years think that you would be friends with in all shapes and sizes and colors. And, but yet you speak a same language, you speak the same soul language. Um, where you have conversations with them that you might not necessarily have with your family members or not necessarily have with your very, very dear close friends that you adore. And that's becoming um, more and more prevalent. And we see it every single day. People are saying, I I just, I don't have anyone to talk about this stuff with. I need a tribe, which is why I love your idea, Gretchen. Yeah. And it's not just my idea. You know, I've participated in, for example, I just went to a sound bath at your shop and there were 12 participants. And Kelly, I haven't even had the chance to tell you that people that I didn't even speak with that night found me, found my podcast and contacted me and said, hey, I heard on one of your podcasts you wanted to do an international retreat. I'm from Portugal and I have a huge B&B. Can we get together and talk? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I got chills all over. I know. I love that you're creating this space and finding the natural niches that emerge. It's it's so wonderful to have the support regardless of who you are. And um, I haven't forgotten about my question, but you're... um, My curiosity is piqued and I wonder what you have to say about this. Um, I know that where our planet is right now during this time in our lives, there's an emergence of divine feminine energy. Mm. Do you have anything (laughs) to say about that? (laughs) That gets a real chuckle. Uh, Yeah, that's um, pretty much what I've been my focus, um, especially through the Qigong work. And why I study physics and why I study the crazy things that I do is to have a much deeper understanding of magnetism. We understand how magnets work. You know, we know that they work, but they, we don't really know the inter, um, the very like heart of why it works. So connecting into this divine feminine energy is us reconnecting into magnetism. It is the yin in the Taiji form, which is the yin and the yang, the black and white circle um, with the two white and black dots. Um, So we've been living in a very yang life um, for the last, you know, centuries, but we haven't been connected to the yin. Back to the times when man was really connected to nature, when earth energies were speaking to people on a daily basis. And that is very, very much at the foundation of a lot of my artwork and my teachings. 
whether I'm teaching sacred geometry or I'm teaching Qigong or I'm teaching the intuitive art, the magnetism is at the heart of everything I do. Okay, so back to my crystal. I recently told you that I hold it almost every time I record and I'm holding it now. Mm, And I also hold it almost every time I coach a client or I am coached because it makes me feel grounded. It makes me feel connected and clear. I know you um, have a ton of crystals in your shop, but my question is, what's that about? (laughs) (laughs) That is the earth energies. So all the technology that we have um, is great, as wonderful it is. And, you know, it's made life easier in so many facets. Um, It spirals our energy to a very, very off-centered frequency, a center frequency that is um, not in congruency with the earth energy, the earth energy being at a 7.83 Hertz. And when we connect into crystals, we connect into all those incredible aspects of the earth energies because they're all compacted into the crystal, the color, um, the essence of the sun and the wind and the rain and the moon and all the minerals and elements that are from the earth that got compacted to make that crystal as that gets compressed and compressed and compressed and compressed it literally gets stored and locked into the crystalline structure of the pattern of the particular stone okay so if you were to put a shaving of that crystal under the microscope it would have a geometry So all of that knowledge, when you hold it and you squeeze it, particularly when you squeeze it, I mean, having it in your home does wonderful things, but when you hold it and you squeeze it, you start to connect into a piezoelectric energy, which is like a podcast upon itself, but that um, literally like plugs us into the knowledge of magnetism, the knowledge of being grounded and being more centered and aligned to your own axis mundi. Your axis mundi would be your like center line that runs through your body that goes down into the earth and goes all the way up to the stars. So when you can have a clear signal like that, that's just when you feel better. Um, You um, are more whole to your whole being. Um, crystals are, you asked earlier about like daily rituals, holding a crystal at any time of day, whether it's in sleep or during the time that you're awake or right before going to bed, um, in the middle of the day, when you're driving, you're in school, or you're just walking down the street, holding crystals is a wonderful daily practice and a daily ritual. And I love that somebody might not even need to understand all of that or how it works, but they can feel it working. Yes. Yes. Like some, some people like the words and some people just like the feeling that this podcast is going to give them. Those that like the words 
can be like, what did she just say? And, <laughs> <laughs> and start to look up these words and, and start to go on the path of knowledge, right? And some people might like, oh, I just feel warm and cozy listening to this information. That's, there's something that's ringing true. Something that's ringing true, and I don't understand why, but it just feels right. Then they go into a sense of inner knowing. Wow. Um, it, it, that's what I'm, I'm talking about. It's like, there's a way in for you. We just have to figure out what it is. That's so cool. What's easier to understand is the anxiety, mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's the subtle energies mm -hmm. of what I'm talking about. And the word here is subtle. Mm -hmm. It's those quiet thoughts. It's the quiet moments. It's the thoughts between thoughts that we don't give a, a lot of credence to, mm -hmm. that's what we really need to pay attention to. Well, yeah. And I also heard it a little bit differently. Like if our entry point might be the anxiety, right? It may be the symptom that we're seeking to relieve right. that leads us on this journey of, of quieting and opening and beginning to um, be in a position to receive Exactly. Exactly. I yeah. mean, that's where a lot of people start and they know that something's not right, but they just don't know what that allows them to start to feel like, oh, something feels different in this stop, in this shop. They're able to start to feel more. Yeah. It's true. Everybody says that. Everybody says there's a feeling there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, a big part of these subtle energies is being able to sense it and feel it. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to be hosting another event there with you. Eat, play, love in March. And again, it's about gathering people, feeding them and providing some question prompts to help with the connection component that we recognize so many people need. If um, individuals aren't in the Pittsburgh area, Kelly, and they want to be able to access either some of your wisdom. I don't know if you do any remote healing or maybe just shopping. How can they find you? Uh, the best way to find us is through social media. So we have Inner Light uh, on Facebook. We have Inner Light PGH on Instagram. We also have um, my artwork, which is Kelly Brown Inc. And Inc. is I-N-K on Instagram. There's inner light underscore Qigong, and Qigong is spelled Q-I-G-O-N-G, which is where I put a lot, the, the people who are interested in deep knowledge, that's where I put a lot of spiritual knowledge in. I also have a website, kellybrowninc.com, and the store's website is innerlightpgh.com. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know Kelly, I can attest to the miracles that happen when she <laughs> works with people. It's truly transformative. Mm -hmm. I witnessed it with my own eyes with a dear friend and 
um, I just feel so humbled and honored to know you and to have access to all these wonderful tools. Are there any uh, parting words that you'd like to share with the audience? I'm just so grateful to your podcast, to um, another way in which we can just start to reach out and find all these people, all these tribesmen that are seeking one another and uh, giving them a, a venue to learn and to connect. Um, I'm just really grateful for knowing you, Gretchen, because I know that you're, you're, ideas of bringing joy and adventure into people's lives is especially in today's day uh, is just what we need we need more joy joy is a very very high vibration even higher than love is that right mm -hmm. that, is. that blew my mind well as you said you know once you kind of think about what's possible more and more things just present and you know it's it's been kind of fun to look at, look for the signs and answer the door when they're there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a you know good point right because they happen every day right we just yeah. don't pay attention to them absolutely yeah well this has been so much fun kelly thank you so much for your time and for your knowledge and your generosity and sharing mm -hmm. your gifts with the world So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing, any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.